ready? Bring it on. All right. Here we go, folks. Let's get it on. Let's talk about it. Let's get it on like, wait for it, Corinne and Demario. Ooh, too soon. In other words, with consent. (laughs) Apparently. Yeah, I guess we need to address the uh, elephant in the room, the Bachelor in Paradise controversy that's been grabbing all the headlines. I want to say that I called this the second I saw that picture of them in the airports and we're going home. (laughs) I said, this is all for show. They're going to make some big deal about it. You got Evan Bass coming forward saying Don't cancel the show. Don't Mm -hmm. cancel the show. It is all for show. I have to say that, um, not that we expect that much from this franchise, but to manufacture a controversy around essentially rape is uh, reprehensible for this. uh... I mean, DeMario got accused, from what I can tell, of... Like giving oral sex without consent. I mean, you know, I don't want to split hairs about what. But I, but I don't know. You know what? We're gonna have to watch the footage. Of course, now that now that's how they got us. That's how you got us, Harrison. Yeah. No, I um. Did you hear that? Yeah. There's a ghost in the house, everybody. We Guys, were just we were watching, watching The Conjuring before we turned this We have uh, temperature-activating cameras ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> case sure, the sudden drop sure in temperature. Pretty sure we got <laughs> Listen for tiny footsteps. Or maybe it's AJ, the dummy. <sighs> um, well, I guess, yeah, we'll get, to the, we'll get to Bachelor in Paradise when it's Bachelor in Paradise time. All I, I just do want to reiterate that... I think that even whether it's on the line of consent or whatever that... We don't have high expectations for the show, and somehow... Somehow they've still disappointed us. <laughs> Sleazy, even for you, Harrison. <laughs> Come on, Harrison. I, I think that they could have manufactured a scandal, if if that is indeed what happened. But, I don't... What would the scandal have been? Because last year, Chad drank so much that they were saying he shat himself and they're like Something they're not gonna that vein. or no, a fight they're not gonna shut production down for that it could have been a fight they I could have had a so. fake fight i don't think and so. that would have that would have done the job well yeah why don't you get a job <clears throat> producing Hot maybe shot? maybe i will you've seen unreal maybe you know i will i don't i could do is. this thing no. yeah i could do it I could devote my entire life to this stupid Anyway, show. one of the reasons why you okay there, partner? Drank a little Drink. too much water a little too fast. Dripping it all over you. This Dickie's barbecue pit cup is not for amateurs, I'll tell you what. Um, One of the reasons why we want to talk about Bachelor Pad is because this week's episode of The Bachelorette was so boring. So lame. You know, I didn't think that a week, or I guess two weeks later, thanks basketball, that... um. I would be begging for Waboom and Blake to be back fighting, fighting it out. But uh, compared to Lee, I mean, who would have guessed that Lee would have been the real uh, villain asshole of the season? We had pegged Waboom to be the worst character, but... Can I get my joke in there? Yeah. Thanks, Kareem (laughs) (laughs) Abdul-Jabbar. He is dominating everything. He'll be on The Bachelorette, then he'll mess things up with basketball. He doesn't give a fuck, Kareem Mm -hmm. Abdul-Jabbar. Um, I could have guessed that Lee would be the bad guy. Is that what you're babbling about? Yeah, it is what I'm babbling about. Mouthful of water dripping everywhere. Why wouldn't you think that the schmarmy 
So the guy that comes with a guitar is always the bad guy. Oh, I like that rule of thumb. Even you, James yep. Taylor. I know you're listening. <laughs> yes. Shame on you, James, James Taylor, Taylor. It was he couldn't help himself because he had the guitar and he had to go bad. Yeah, it's it's what's required. Well, is it was Wes? Who else? Well, there was a um, another country mm, music Wes, artist. Wes, that sounds right. Yeah, is that is that accurate? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good rule of thumb. So watch out, bachelors and bachelorettes. You know bachelorettes. who else showed up with a guitar? Carly. Ask me how much I like Carly. I thought you liked Carly. I mean, I do. She's all right. Yeah, she's she, all right. She's not a villain. So the rule doesn't apply to, to women. women. To female guitarists. Not surprisingly, guitarists. women are able to handle guitars without turning into <laughs> huge assholes. Men can't handle it. One, well, we look at Bob Dylan. Hashtag thanks, Bob Dylan. <laughs> Well, and we have to say, I mean, I we didn't know when this sh- the show first premiered about Lee's tweets. All we knew was that his hair was this monstrous. I'm sorry, they run criminal background checks on these people. They make them take a psych test. How difficult was it to overturn Lee's tweets? Sure, right. It was. <laughs> those were a deep, con- deeply concealed secret. <laughs> Nobody can find those tweets. I mean, I just feel like get it together. Right? Wouldn't that be not be quite so obvious? Like, how hard was it to find out that Demario had had a live-in girlfriend two months earlier? Right. Well, of course. I mean, they probably knew that the entire time. But I feel like Lee's tweets are even worse because they're incredibly offensive and racist, and they're like, "No, yeah, you, yeah, come on in, right? Let's go ahead and shake the jar, yeah." You white guy, like, yeah, you come on in. Well, this is what we Oh, you get. seem to have some interesting thoughts on Hillary Clinton. Right. <laughs> we need you Let's on Let's share show. those. That's what the nation needs right now. Oh, God. Well, this is what you get when a show screens its candidates based on people's Ace Ventura impression. <laughs> you saw that thing on Kimmel that that Waboom claims that that's how he got on the show was he did Ace, an Ace Ventura I believe it. Yeah, impression, I mean, which that's all he does. Why else would right? it be? He's a walking Ace Ventura impression. It's either that or a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know, America. We'll never know. Or will we because they have resumed production on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, Waboom. Full circle. All right, six minutes in, we've yeah, still not really talked about the episode. Yeah, we gotta get into it. We gotta get into it. We got Josiah now is having beef with uh, Lee. Not surprisingly, he says that Lee is an instigator. Where are we? Are we still at the cocktail party? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're at the cocktail party. Where are you? They are ready to go. Well, we we still have. We start with Eric still saying, "My name is in your mouth." Yes. Yeah. We have. We can't miss That's another right. instance of so my name is in your mouth. So I guess Josiah isn't really. Is Josiah getting into it with Lee, or is it? Just... That's Eric and Kenny. Are I know Eric and Kenny Lee. later in the show, but I feel like Josiah also was. He's calling it's Lee not, an instigator. It's not in my notes. My notes on this say that... <laughs> wait for it, folks. Okay. Eric doesn't want Lee to ever say his name. So the opposite of Destiny's Child. Ooh. Yeah. Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You ain't running game. Say my name, say my name. You ain't... I took good notes. I love that. Uh, Lee gives us a classic Bachelorette cliche. Didn't sign up here to come make friends. 
Yeah, shocking. No one's ever gone that route before, Lee. Yeah. Yeah. You're, blow- I feel- Lee, you're blowing my mind. <laughs> I feel like they must just ask every single one of them, like, did you come here to make friends? <laughs> I didn't sign up to come here to make friends. <laughs> Is that your, your um, Dawson? What's the character from uh, I Don't Want Your Life? What's his, his name? It's in, not uh, Dawson. Varsity Blues. It's not Dawson. But it's that character. That's an impression. I don't want your life. There you go. That's, that's your Lee Texas. voice. Right. He's like a Nashville villain. <laughs> Nash villain. Ooh. Ooh. Hashtag Nash villain. All right. Uh, Lee interrupts Kenny. Kenny. Oh, I did like this part. All right. Kenny asks for 60 more seconds. And first Lee says, yeah, I can give you 16 more seconds. That's not what Lee sounds like. (laughs) You'll get it. We'll land on it. 16. It's all right. Do your Lee. I don't have a Lee ready Say, to go. Say, I can give you 16 more seconds. I can give you 16 more seconds. That's Is that Lee. my Lee? That's what oh, we all sound like in the <laughs> South, y'all. Um, Lee first says, I can give you 16 more seconds. Then when Kenny is like, ha give me 60 seconds, man. Lee does what our five-year-old does. The exact thing that our five-year-old does. Yes, this literal yeah. thing. Stands off to the side and begins... Begins counting. Right. Counting the seconds down. Not, I don't believe there was a Mississippi in between each of his seconds either. I, I think know, his count Dean, was a little off. I don't know off. if Lee can pronounce Mississippi. <laughs> I don't picture him as an accurate timekeeper. Um, Dean comes into the mix a little bit, says that he thinks Lee is a bitch. Yeah, no, Lee gets called a bitch a couple of times mm-hmm. in this episode, all deservedly so. Uh, Lee does, in fact, interrupt Kenny after, I assume, 60 seconds. No more, no less. Or until he counts to 60. I'm not going to assume <laughs> that that's 60 seconds. And Kenny's pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kenny claims, I admit, we did we miss this or something, that this is the second time that that had happened this very night? Yes, that's why Kenny is so mad, and that's why all the guys are kind of backing him up, mm-hmm. is because, I guess... Lee had already interrupted once. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that happened two weeks ago and we forgot in the excitement of basketball. We totally forgot. Sports go sports. <laughs> um, Lee takes the time because he's like, I gotta, I, I gotta share something with you, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I would like more of a sling blade, even though that's not accurate. I gotta share something with you. <laughs> Do your um, house of cards. Y'all, Ryan actually has a really good, what's his name, Frank? Frank Underwood. Yeah, now Frank I'm not going to be able to do, do it, it on command. <laughs> Here, I'll give like... you something to say. Okay, okay. Because Lee tells Rachel that his dad got cancer and, quote, it bothered me. It bothered me. No, oh, that's not. Oh, that uh-uh. terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, what about, it's going to just be like a foghorn leghorn at this uh, point. I say, I say. <laughs> I say, my, my grandfather got, <laughs> that was a little Cosby. <laughs> you don't want to go there right now. We'll, we'll yeah. save that for Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Let's talk about consent. Ooh, you can't see me pull my collar, folks, but I am in nervousness. <laughs> what does Cosby say? You got, you got to get. <laughs> we're, we're way. This is really going off. Are the you going to make me cut this? <laughs> hey, it's your. This call. is what happens when they don't give you actual material right. in the episode. Actual content. I'm forced to do a Cosby impression. It's <laughs> pretty offensive. Let's get back on track. Lee All has right. carved. Well, can I just say that it 
bothered me that Lee said that his grandfather got cancer and it bothered him. Yeah. I mean... That bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. You know right. what bothers me? When I have an itchy tag. Yeah. That's that's a bother. Boy, it's a nuisance when your grandfather gets cancer. Oh, bother. I tell you what. <laughs> oh, my. Um, um, so, Lee, to get Rachel's heart, carves enchanting into a piece enchanted. of wood. Oh, enchanted. And to me, it looked like something that, like, a stalker a would leave. Killer? Yeah, on yes, your front door. Yes. And she was like, oh, I mean, it's it's sometimes hard to read her. But she was like, oh, thank you. You know, but it it did. It looked like... You know, some first of all, just knives in general and Lee, I think, are a bad association. But um, I feel like Rachel's gonna really regret. I mean, we're skipping forward, but at the um, rose ceremony, she cuts Diggy. Cla- she does classy guy. I love Diggy. Got a big sneaker connection. Yeah. collection. Mm-hmm. I think he seems. He's classy. Yeah, he's well, and he certainly warranted sticking around a little longer. I feel like we barely got to know Diggy. I know. Diggy, we hardly knew ye. But I feel like it's going to be... All the bachelors and bachelorettes do this, where there's somebody that obviously should not be staying that gets, you know, two, three rounds further than right. they should. I feel like it's extra embarrassing for Rachel, and this kind of ties into when she went into that whole emotional spiel about, like, knowing that... You know, she feels the pressure of being a black woman in this mm-hmm. position. She knows what people are going to say about her and judge her for. I'm going to go ahead and say, I do judge Rachel for keeping Lee over Diggy. Well, Lee is an ass. You can tell that he's sure. a snake. Well, you can tell. And she was real mad at the guys for creating drama. And I have to say that um, I don't think we've ever seen like this much drama unfold at the cocktail party. I feel like usually yeah, this happens. Yeah, because Kenny was yelling at right. me. Like when you could hear the yelling mm-hmm. in the other room. And that's what really upset her. Was it? Right. Because she was like, is that Kenny? Yeah. I um, I suspect that the producers made her keep Lee. I mean, I don't see any reason why she would have otherwise. It's just a, it's a man, this way you got to get that job producing the show. Right. Because I would love to know how on the nose it is in terms of like, you have to keep this person. We strongly suggest right. that you keep Lee. Hey, why don't you keep Lee around another week? Well, he is, seems nice. Right. Or is it like, no, you're keeping Lee. That's yeah. in the contract. Yeah. yeah. We do know. We'll never know. Interestingly, um, Rachel, I don't think we've talked about this. Rachel oh. spoiled. Obviously, surprise, folks. Lee is not who she's engaged to. I don't know if um, you're going to be shocked by that or not at home. On Twitter, she essentially spoiled that. Um, because mm-hmm. someone tweeted, some girl tweeted, like, my roommate sat down and, and watching The Bachelorette and said, what is this, love and basketball? Um, and Rachel tweeted back at the person, like, let me introduce you to Lee. I think you guys would have a lot in common. <sighs> so it appears that uh, he's out of the picture. Well, of course. Right. I mean, but I mean, I'm, it's just her. interesting that they kind of like that she's just sort of straight up spoiled that. Um, though it's no surprise. Well, to that anybody. happens during the Bachelorette, anyway, because right. like we know that. Um, uh, spoiler alert: that who Diggy Iggy be the first <laughs> Ziggy <laughs> Squiggy uh, getting jiggy <laughs> um, that they were bound for Bachelor Pad. Right, right. Well, and they and just spoil these too, things left and right. Lee. Yeah, well, and I guess Demario was announced after. Oh, yeah, sure, Demario. Um, all right. 
We gotta move on. Yeah. yeah, Rachel's disappointed in the guys. She is feeling the emotion and the pressure of, um, you know, being the first black bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a little bit of a creepy moment from Harrison. Yes. Where she is really emotional and is not wanting to maybe necessarily have the rest of the cocktail party. But Harrison tells her, quote. I love this quote. You just have to tell me what you want. I can facilitate anything. Anything. You need somebody knocked off. Heroin. Dead. I'm your, yeah. I'm your guy. <laughs> Y'all want to bring in some prostitutes? Done. I'm on it, Rachel. Done. I'm on it. I'll facilitate anything. 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 Just name it. Name it. You want, uh, oh shoot, what's that asshole's name that plays that? You want Russell Dickerson here <laughs> to play country music? Done. <laughs> Done. So then Harrison goes in. And announces that they're going straight to the rose ceremony. And they act like Harrison has come in and said that he's going to set them all on Which fire. Which I thought that's what, like, it seemed like the cocktail party was over Was anyway. winding down anyways. It had been like a couple of hours at least for this thing. The music in the background at that point, I noted, sounded a lot like the Breaking Bad intro. Oh, right. You did. And you were dead mm-hmm. on yeah. with that. Yeah. And or Law and Order. <laughs> um, Maybe they're going a different direction with the show. She cuts Brady. Brady, I don't even know who you are. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I've never seen you before in my life. Bryce. Adios. See you, pal. Bryce will always be remembered as the guy that beat Kenny in right, wrestling. Right, right. Always be remembered. Got a lot of cheeks. <laughs> so I'm going to say about him. Diggy. She gives Leah Rose. Poor Diggy, yeah. And they're headed to Hilton Head. Yes. And kind which of an they abrupt, keep referring to as Hilton Head Island. Kind of an abrupt um, change. Like, I didn't even realize they were traveling yet. Mm. All of a sudden, they're just in Hilton Head Island. It's time. Yeah. It's time, time to move on. Time to get out of the house. Start traveling. Um, Dean gets the one-on-one. Yeah. He says that he wants to show her that he's more than just a smiley guy. Oh. Smiley Cyrus. And he is more more than just a smiley guy. He's a dreamboat. I mean, if there's going to be competition for mm, Peter. I'm a Peter. I'm a Peter. Sure. Peter I mean, I think myself. we already talked about how with Peter. he was kind of the poor man's Peter. But still, I mean, he's especially, I feel like, in light of all the drama that's unfolding over the course of the week, he... um Kind of manages to stand out. I mean, I'm going to say, I feel like Rachel has a nice selection of gentlemen. Mm -hmm. I like Peter. I like Kenny. I know you like Kenny. I like Will. I feel like Will kind of came forward a little bit as a dark horse. Didn't, is he a doctor? Is that, is Will the doctor? No, Jonathan. Jonathan, shockingly, folks. Who, as his tagline, is listed as Tickler, Tickle Tickle monster. monster. That's what. Don't he leave with that, that on your resume. Instead of doctor, you know that he uh, he actually works on people's funny bones. <laughs> oh, hey, he's, he's the operation doctor. He's oh, not a real doctor. Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, he's not. Maybe he has a PhD. Maybe that's what he means when he says he's a doctor. <laughs> Useless. He's a monster. Oh. <laughs> um. So uh, they pop some bottles, and then what? What should show up? For Dean and Rachel. Well, but... you knew that it was going to be something because Rachel says with a huge smile, I'm looking to take my relationship with Dean to new heights. To new heights. What is it going to be? So they're not going to go spelunking, folks. It's a blimp. It's a blimp. It's a blimp. It's the Goodyear blimp. I feel like blimp. a blimp would not be my first choice for, like, let's take a crazy... Sure. 
for mode of transport. Vehicle, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she seemed to have some emotional connection to it while Pete, or uh, Dean rather, seemed to be, have a blimp phobia. It's really racist that gen- you're getting them confused. <laughs> right, getting the white guys confused. Keep it straight. Um, Peter seems, or uh, Dean seems oh to God. have a genuine you're white racist. blimp phobia. <laughs> And he, Rachel says that she will hold his hand and then she genuinely holds his hand on the blimp. Well, I also want to say before we get on the blimp that Rachel is so excited about it that she spills champagne all over herself. Everywhere. <laughs> it's, that's her enthusiasm for the blimp knows no bounds. Uh, Rachel gets to steer the blimp. She does. I was surprised. I also have to say I was surprised no one made a Hindenburg joke given mm. Dean's fear of blimps. What would, the, what would the joke be? Go ahead. I'll give it to you. Just, boy, I hope this blimp ride doesn't go as bad as the Hindenburg. You think maybe that's why they didn't do it? <laughs> because it's not very funny. I suppose, yeah. I wasn't ready. I wasn't I'll ready. I'll pay you $1,000 if Dean knows what the Hindenburg is. <laughs> they all know how to, they spelled some pretty complicated words later. You would not think that Josiah would know how to spell polyamorous, but he does. Oh, well... Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you might owe me a thousand dollars. Also, why is Dean so scared of blimps? Maybe he knows exactly what He's the Hindenburg is. He's scared of is. heights. But but it seemed to manifest specifically in a blimp phobia. No, no. He Would is... he have been this afraid to take a, an airplane ride? Yes, he's scared of heights. I'm not convinced. Uh they at the end of the day, despite Dean's fears. Uh, they say that they're both people who like to do things that scare them. Mm-hmm. So they really connect on the blimp ride. Yeah. Um, the guys back at the house point out the one thing that could kind of put a hindrance in the Dean-Rachel romance. Dean. Yeah. <sighs> Is that a Hindenburg joke? <laughs> could really blow up his chances. <laughs> Too soon with these Hindenburg references, by the way. <laughs> There's a big age difference. He's 25 and she's 32. And I said, that's probably true. Like, that's, yeah. I feel like Dean has to prove his maturity. Sure. I will say a mark in his favor is that they'll probably die around the same time, given the life expectancy differences. That's, that's true. I wonder if maybe she said that to him after he told the <laughs> horrific story about his mother dying of cancer. What maybe. You, maybe. You maybe think? so. Yeah. Um, and Dean does pull out the big guns. Yeah, he does. He gets into it. Um, they're talking about kind of just like family. Uh-huh. And... I do have to say, I really loved this juxtaposition. He said he was from a strict religious family that would ride dirt bikes every day. <laughs> I liked because for, for a second, I thought that those were going to be more related than they were. That that was like part of the religious experience. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, take the handlebars. <laughs> handlebars and a dirt bike? Isn't that A dirt isn't bike right? is like, has a steering wheel, right? No, it's like a little motorcycle. I'm thinking... You're thinking of it. We've had this exact problem before <laughs> on the show. I already had to apologize on Twitter once oh. because we referred to ATVs as I'm dirt bikes. I'm thinking of ATV. Right. That's right. I'm thinking of like a four-wheeler. You can tell that neither of us have ever ridden or seen a dirt That's bike before. all I did growing up was <laughs> be super religious and ride dirt bikes. <laughs> Um. All right. Dean again talks about his mom dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. Tells a horrifying part a horrifying... about how she was in hospice, and he asked her when she was coming home again. Kind of a dick move because he was also like 
what 15 15, or something yeah and she said never she sounds like her mom his mom's was a real uh straight shooter yeah (laughs) this is it kid yeah Um, he he handled you know people um make those stories pretty schmaltzy i feel like he handled it well he told it well when i feel like she died when he was 15 and he's 25 so it makes sense that he would still sure right let's see dean gets the rose Guys, it's a big episode because Dean and Rachel get to see the Russell Dickerson. The Russell Dickerson. Folks, they got him. You didn't think they could get Russell Dickerson? They got him. They did. He's there. And we get an entire Russell Dickerson song. I mean, we had to fast forward through some of it because there was so much Russell Dickerson. I will say they usually assume, even if it's someone you have never heard of, they won't put the name on there. They put Russell Dickerson's name. They have to, yeah. That's a real no name. And it said Russell Dickerson, Tickle Monster. (laughs) I also have to say, we talked a little bit about this. Maybe a little salt in in the wound for Lee that some other country musician uh, gets to be on the show, Mm. right? It's like saying someone who's a little more established. Mm. Barely. They get to the end of the date and Lee is in concert. (laughs) (laughs) Singing as Dean and Rachel dance. Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) Peter, Um, they ride off on dirt bikes. All right. All right. They do all... Okay, let me just say, though, on that note, you know who I bet is actually offended that he hasn't been asked to come back and, like, perform? James Taylor. James Taylor. James Taylor. 100%. Yeah, big yeah. time. Uh, okay, they do a group date. They're on a boat. You're going to want to mark that time because you know we're going to want to play a I'm boats on and a boat. Oh, oh, I guess the wrong Oops. thing. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to hit them both then. I'm on a boat. tequila my dad's boat (laughs) (laughs) um they are excited one of them maybe kenny says that rachel is looking fine as wine how come you never say that about me i should i'm gonna start uh they start a dance line yes i have to note that uh jonathan does Uh, the bat tootsie go tickle (laughs) go tickle Oh, Jonathan. Oh, she makes them do a push-up contest. She does the king of the world, queen of the world thing from Titanic. Yeah. Kenny says that he's not worried about any of these other shows of, uh, what would you even call this? Prowess. (laughs) Yeah. Because he is a virtuoso at rap. (laughs) He proves it. He does a little freestyling. Both on the boat and later in that. Yeah. Yeah, later in the evening. And then Peter comes in and raps, Yo, my name is Peter and I'm here to say I love spitting rhymes in a major way. (laughs) It wasn't exactly that, but it might as well have been that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they get off the boat and then... (laughs) From the boat party to... A spelling bee. Now you're speaking our language, Bachelor. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't think I would do very well. I'm I not a good speller. I can you are speller. a horrible I'm a speller. terrible speller, but it would be an embarrassing thing because most of the guys... Spell physiological. I can't. Do. Come on. Okay. Would you pull it up? 
No, I know how to spell it. P H Y S I O Physio L O. I mean, logical. L O G I. Finish it up. C A L. That's correct. <laughs> See? You do fine. Now I'll spell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Now Ryan spell stunning. <laughs> right, yeah. Somebody got stunning as one of the words, uh, and the rest of Josiah them are got like, it. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Peter had to spell coitus. Anthony had to spell boutonniere. And yeah, then Josiah had to spell one. stunning. Stunning, yeah. The deck was loaded. Though he did, he spelled polyamorous. He spelled, as I, I could spell polyamorous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. We're all, we're all very proud I'm of you. Just saying. What did you think? So Josiah, this entire date has the charm turned up to not even 11. Is like it 28? Charm? Are we going to call it charm? Well, that, the question is whether, I, that's what I'm asking you. Do you find, this charming. He's a hot dogger. Oh, he's a hot dogger. All right. <laughs> no question about it. I mean, he's a hot I dogger. like Josiah. Mm-hmm. I think the the other men in the house don't seem terribly thrilled sure. with him. He seems to be peacocking a little bit. Yeah, but you know, Rachel. I I mean, let me just say I'm having a little bit of a hard time getting a feel for Rachel's ideal guy. What her tastes are. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that she would go for a peacocker. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm a little... I'm not quite sure. And she seems to be giving everyone a fair shake and seems to be open to a variety of types. But, like, there's a big difference between... Sorry, guys. You got an important message? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Josiah and like Will or Anthony mm-hmm. and even she seems to have a lot of kind of stronger quieter types ah uh, yeah mm-hmm. Alex right uh, Brian Brian even. who I thought was going to emerge as he's the one who got the first impression rose oh, right I think Brian is still she said earlier in this episode that Brian was a breath of fresh air sure he just hasn't gotten a lot of screen time really because he's not being a huge asshole like yeah. he is yeah um, so yeah I don't know I mean do I think Josiah has uh, a lot longer on the show probably not yeah. he was drinking out of his trophy <laughs> Which I loved that move, I have to say. Out of your spelling bee trophy, nonetheless. He was quite the gracious winner. He also said, <laughs> How you like me now, suckers? <laughs> That's what I say whenever I win a spelling bee, too. I would like to see the, like, 12-year-olds that win the spelling bee behave in the same way. I mm-hmm. think that would be great. But, you know, I do think that... Um, I certainly like Josiah more than Iggy. I mean, I like it when Josiah says, with all due respect, Iggy's a bitch. Because he is. Yeah. Oh my God, Iggy, you're on television. We can see what you're saying. Right, we can see you You lie. are such a liar. Yeah. I well, mean, I also don't understand. So Iggy has all these beefs that must have formed off camera. I feel I like... I don't know. Iggy's a bitch. Yeah. No, no, Josiah called it. And well, he's, yeah, he keeps like going and telling... Rachel, that the other because he's are like, trouble. I feel super protective of you, Rachel. Oh uh, my god, barf, Ew, brother, barf in my mouth. <laughs> 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 um, Iggy tells Rachel that Josiah covers up his insecurities with a false sense of bravado. Yeah. He also calls him a pariah. Like, take it easy. Wait, he calls Josiah a pariah mm-hmm. just because yep. it rhymes, probably. Josiah, Josiah the pariah. The pariah. Mariah. 
Um, then Josiah <laughs> uh, makes the claim not to Rachel, just what to I think to the producers that Iggy does drugs. Oh yeah, he shoots steroids in his nuts. He told all of us. <laughs> Oh, oh, I mean, man. unlike... Uh, That's pretty specific. I was going to say, unlike Waboom's claim that that a guy, I don't know how soon Blake, we forget, yeah. that Blake was eating a banana and watching him <laughs> in his sleep, which was just absurd. I actually do believe that probably Iggy shoots steroids in his Again, nuts. I like the specificity of it. Even with Chad, they never claimed that level of specificity I'm about steroids. I'm say, ouch. Yeah. Is that Ooh. how steroids work? That you literally know. have to shoot them in your testicles? You know, I don't think he's doing it right. That's, <laughs> I, I don't know anything about steroids, oh, but I'm going to go out on a Not that you would know lid. it by looking at you. Right. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So then, so Lee is, he, he gets nailed by Rachel for saying yes ma'am a bunch, which actually bothered me. He said it when he got the rose too. Will you accept yes, this ma'am. rose? And he said yes ma'am which just came off as like schmarmy to me. Yeah. Not polite yes. at all. And again, I just, I don't like And this. also like not relationship sure. Right. Like, Why is he doing that? Yeah. yeah. So you're setting up this dynamic like, you know I don't know. I'm if we were going to get that from anybody, gentleman. it would have been Fred but Fred's gone. <laughs> oh Fred. We miss you, Fred. Um. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, again, Iggy is getting into it with Rachel about Josiah. Uh, I mean, we've also seen Iggy get into it about Eric. It right. just, it does seem like Iggy kind of plays like, like I'm sure next week it'll be Kenny. Mm-hmm. And he, like, I mean. He's getting in the mix. He's getting in things. the mix, but yeah. he seems to have a type of guy that he doesn't like. Sure. Well, and, and as does Lee. And as um, either, I think it's, I think it's Dean earlier says, like, Lee is interacting with a lot of cultural people right. that he doesn't often interact with. And the producer's like, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, you know exactly, exactly what, I mean. what I mean. And Kenny calls Lee a, quote, alternative facts piece of garbage. Which I love. That's a great insult, Kenny. Well done. Um, yeah, well, and, you know, Lee is annoying because he's really just trying to stir shit up. I don't know what Iggy's game plan is, but Lee is very blatant about the fact that he's just, like, he likes yeah. seeing people he in distress. He doesn't seem interested in Rachel. He keeps saying that he likes, that there's nothing that he likes better than to make an angry man angrier right. Right. By, by smiling. smiling. Yeah. And that he's, if so, like, if someone goes home, they're not going to put a tear in my beer. He has all these stupid little southern phrases. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. What? I was trying to think of one. But think I of another one. Yeah, I'm not going to try to do my Frank Underwood again. That was a disaster. I'm sweating more than a whore in church. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another one. Give me another one. Another one. Um, I, I I don't have anything. All right. Yeah. Um, Alabama folks. Uh, let's see. Kenny freestyle raps for her, but then she pretty much gets right into asking him about his fight with Lee, and that's kind of where we leave it. Um, Kenny yeah. is really mad because he had to spend his time with Rachel defending himself against Lee's claims. Which I do actually understand. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Kenny, you are 100% in the right here. I feel like Rachel's going to feel like an idiot when she watches this footage back, mm-hmm. because... It's just so blatantly obvious how much Lee is just Lee is trying to stir shit up. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and poor and Kenny is 
So like, genuine. I he, love he's great. Kenny. He, I do have to say, it's hard to say like how what his play should be here because I do think he's getting sucked into Lee's trap. Right, a little and he bit. doesn't want to be seen as aggressive, but right. he also feels like he probably needs to like stand up with himself. Feels the need to defend himself, himself. Yeah. right? Well, and and it's it's tough. I mean, I don't I don't know if I would respond any better in Kenny's situation than Kenny did. I don't. I think he's got to stand up for himself, but I don't think that he's. I do think he's getting sucked into the drama and the mischief that Lee is creating. Not surprisingly, next week looks like we get Lee and Kenny on a two-on-one. Uh, I mean, hopefully that. Actually, be... I guess that is a little surprising. I would have guessed like Eric or right, you know. right. Well, I mean, let's see what happens. Kenny's they, a good guy. He's not going to do anything. Like they, they play show it up him with that, his eye right. bleeding, but. Obviously, that's some sort of doctored footage, or you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. To, we'll that's how they get see. us. We'll have to tune in, folks. Can All we right. just talk? We don't always address what's going on in the credits. The wheel. post credits. You enjoyed this post credits. Uh, they were using their British accents. <laughs> back Game at, of Thrones uh, style, which we don't watch, but I'm assuming. That it was that the accents were about as good as my Frank Underwood accent. Uh, just yeah. about, yeah, just about as good as Kelly Kapoor's British uh, <laughs> Bridget I Jones. I talk like this. <laughs> I love ice cream. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, good post-credit sequence. Honestly, I do. I think they should weave a little more. Of well, that I in. feel like that's what makes you know. I can only imagine how frustrated the guys are when you have someone like Lee hanging around sure. or Iggy because. It seems like the guys really like each other. Right. And they commented on that at the rose ceremony that like one person starts to create drama and then everybody else's dynamic changes. And it sucks that that person gets to stay around. Right. Well, and I mean, Kenny even noted that like for the most part, there are solid guys um, in the house and mm-hmm. that they get along. And of course, Lee happened to mention to Peter and... Brian, like, I don't have any beef with you guys. Or maybe it's Peter and Alex. But he was like, like but if I did... <laughs> I wouldn't mind dripping that honey out of my mouth. I'm not saying a possum's an armadillo's <laughs> uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Granny always said that you can't catch a skunk by leaving out a bunch of flowers. <laughs> there it is. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.